Hello, everyone. This is Paul Krauss of the Intentional Clinician Podcast, coming to you today with an unplanned podcast on an unplanned day. Right now, you are probably aware, unless you've been at a silent retreat for the last three weeks in isolation, that there is a virus loose called COVID-19 in the United States, and it has been on the loose and spreading throughout the world for several months. This episode is less about the virus and more about the fear of the unknown, the stress of dealing with the pandemic, and the anxiety that can happen to us all. I've even heard people say there seems to be nervous energy in the air. People are telling me they feel overwhelmed and they feel like they don't know what to do. Some people are feeling stuck and paralyzed and others are fearing the worst and all for very good reason. Just a reminder, everything I'm going to say in this episode are just some thoughts. They are not any type of treatment and they're just my opinions. Whatever you do and whoever you are and wherever you are, please follow the orders of your local government concerning the pandemic. Please stay tuned to the World Health Organization's recommendations. And if you are stateside, pay attention to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention website, as well as any announcements from your local city or state government, which will let you know what you should be doing at this time. So what I'm talking about are some things we can do in this episode, as well as I'm going to take us through a exercise, I don't know really what to call it, at the end of the episode, so perhaps you might be able to get some relief from the stress or anxiety, or what I've also been hearing is frustration, frustration, if I could say that word correctly, and anger at the situation, and confusion. So I'm going to try to help you get a little bit of relief, even if only for a few minutes at the end of this episode. So uh, when I was thinking about this episode, since I don't have a script, I was thinking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So whoever you are and whatever you're doing, if you have a healthy body right now, if you have food in your dwelling place or accessible to you, and water, and you have a place to sleep, you are probably doing okay right now. Now, you may not feel good, you may not be thriving, and you may have a number of hosts of problems going on. But if we're there, then we can continue listening to this episode. If you're not there, I would definitely seek help immediately. The next thing is safety. Safety is a tricky word, and a lot of people could talk about it from a variety of angles, but right now, are you at risk of contracting this virus? And or are you doing things in your daily habits that put you at risk? And or are you at risk of financial ruin, unemployment, or other problems? If your safety is at risk, please reach out again for help to whoever you know or uh, the healthcare system or the local government, especially if you've lost your job. 
um, I would go on, if you're in the, the United States, to your local unemployment office or go online. I've heard you can do that as well because that's very important. So if you have your physiological needs and you're reasonably healthy right now and you're reasonably safe, meaning that you are not going to be immediately evicted in the next 30 days, you have a little bit of money to pay ahead your rent or your mortgage, or maybe you don't have a mortgage. Maybe you um, are a person who has a lot of money. We can definitely continue listening. So here's some tips that I've thought about before we get to the exercise. The first tip is limit your consumption of reading the news or listening to the news or watching the news. This is because a lot of the coverage is rehashing and going over and over the same information. I know there's a lot of new information emerging as they, you know, say, oh my gosh, news alert. Um, Now Canada and the United States are going to uh, close their borders temporarily. Well, uh, that's great. But if I was a truck driver driving to Canada from the United States or vice versa, I'm pretty sure my boss would call me. So I don't need to be listening at all times. However, obviously we need to probably tune into the news. I prefer reading articles because the articles will summarize the information in a short, concise way. And right now I'm limiting myself to reading the news twice once in the morning and once in the evening. If you're somebody who's really worried or anxious right now, I would suggest finding a person that you know, that you trust, that will be willing to summarize the relevant news to you. And what I mean by relevant is not that they go through the day's articles and write a bunch of bullet points and text you or call you and tell you, but just that they say, uh, well, actually nothing new in our area is happening, so you can just continue doing what you're doing. I found that listening to the news or watching it can be even more scary because then they use imagery and talking points, and a lot of the news is speculation over what is going to happen to people, how many people might get sick, how many people might die, when are we going to have a vaccine, Uh, what's going to happen with the economy, what's going to happen with the government, what's going to happen with the world, how long is this going to take, and it's over and over and over, and that really gets us into a frenzied state of anxiety. And um, and in an odd way, for some people, uh, they almost get addicted to the news or the social media echo chamber about this. And if that helps you, by all means, I'm not trying to take that away, but what I've found is that for most people, it does not help them to be constantly connected to stressful information because even if bad things are happening... Um, As long as you are safe and you're physically safe and you're following the rules of what you're supposed to be doing and just trying your best, uh, you don't need to be constantly tuned in. You need to focus on what's around you and your environment. Who is around you? What do if you have a pet? Uh, What's going on in your dwelling place? If you are going to work or working remote, what is happening there? Because fear and anxiety and stress and overwhelm live in the body and the mind. Um, It's both, but uh, it occupies a lot of headspace, and it's hard for you to be present with people around you or even the people maybe you're calling if you're self-quarantined right now. 
The next thing is this. Um, I know everyone's really stressed about finances right now, and I don't know if the United States government is going to follow through with some of their ideas, such as giving uh, citizens and small businesses who are on the brink of bankruptcy or financial ruin or um, not being able to make rent or mortgage payments uh, a sum of money to help boost the economy. I think that would be very helpful, although not a fix-all, but much better than not doing anything in that arena or just giving it to big business. Um, If that happens, I think that might help alleviate some stress. But if it doesn't happen, I think we have to count on it not happening um, right now. We have to figure out how do we keep ourselves afloat. Uh, One of the things I'm I'm going to say is that if you're seeing a counselor and you're utilizing insurance, talk to your counselor about possible teletherapy if in your area uh, it's putting more people at risk to go out. Um, And talk to your counselor about different activities and coping skills and different things because right now a lot of insurance companies are opening up telehealth. And if they're not, um, this would be a good chance for you to call and advocate that they do open up your insurance benefits to telehealth. Uh, You need a cool head when you're dealing with this. Um, Right now, in a lot of cities, gyms and yoga studios are closed. Um, And in a lot of places in the United States right now, it is still a little bit cold uh, or raining uh, and maybe not the best time to go out of doors to have exercise. And so especially in all this chaos, it's good to stay connected to your therapist, stay connected to your doctor doctor via telehealth, and call them. Uh, At our office here in Grand Rapids, Health for Life Grand Rapids, we can see any Michigan resident, as we're all licensed in Michigan, for telehealth, and we've been working with the insurance companies, um, all of them, to advocate that we can use telehealth codes not only for existing clients, but new clients. And if you're in need, we've even, uh, some of us have um, also even gotten on Medicaid and Medicaid just opened up to telehealth as well in Michigan. And that was Monday, the 16th. And also, obviously, counselors got to keep, we've got to keep working too, even with this uh, situation. So we would be more than happy to do sliding scale. You can, of course, check that out on www.healthforlifegr.com if you're in Michigan or if you're out of the country. um, We can't use insurance, but if you're out of the country right now, we can actually work uh, with people out of the country. That's in the telehealth rules. Uh, You can also call our main line at 616-200-4433 Monday through Thursday while our staff is working from home, not the clinicians. Some of the clinicians are coming into the office to do their telehealth, but our staff is at home. Uh, Luckily, our phone system uh, is ringing to their phones. So if you don't get a call right away, just leave a voicemail. We'll get back to you soon or schedule online. So I, I gave that tip about counseling because, my goodness, if we're in a situation where people around us aren't calm and we're not calm, who who's going to be there for you? Your therapist and your doctor. And your therapist can spend a whole hour with you where your doctor is probably going to do a 15-minute telehealth call. So stay connected to that healthcare if you've got healthcare benefits. And if you don't, try to figure out something with that. Um, the next thing is starting to evaluate um, what's going on, <laughs> what's going on with ourselves. One of the things and one of the exercises I've been utilizing and I like to utilize with clients is just getting a piece of paper, 
putting my phone in the other room and turning it off, turning off music, and just writing down all the thoughts I have in my mind at one time. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but I found it to be quite helpful. I just call it unloading. And then, after I've done that, I will write down anything I'm worried about, stressed about, scared about, and overwhelmed with on the left side of the paper. And then I'll come back. Um, Well, let's see. What I've been doing lately is doing some stretching, or I'm in Arizona right now, so I've been going on some walks, uh, going on some hikes. And when I come back, I will write down possible counter suggestions to the fear and the anxiety on the left side of the paper on the right side of the paper even if i don't fully believe it there's there's a part of me you know when you're when you're scared there's a part of you that might not believe anything good is going to happen again this may feel like the rest of your life um i talk a lot about that and i'll mention this again in episode 36 i deal with anxiety um and different things you can do and and how it affects us um but this is just something i like to do is called I just dump all my thoughts on a piece of paper. Then on another piece of paper, I write down everything I'm worried about on the left. I go do something physical like stretching or walking. And if you can't do something physical um, because of a condition you have or physical limitations, I recommend doing breathing for five or ten minutes. Um, There are apps on the internet such as Insight Timer or Headspace or just going on YouTube and looking up a mindfulness meditation and um, and if you don't have any access to that, do a four-count breathing. So what I do in my brain, I'll do it out loud, but I do it in my brain is one, two, three, four, hold, four, three, two, one. So on one, two, three, four, I'm breathing in, and on four, three, two, one, I'm breathing out. I just try to do that for five minutes, and I... Um, put my hand on my belly because you want to be breathing and feeling your belly rise and fall with the breath. So that's just one thing we can do. Um, another issue is this. Uh, a lot of people are shut inside right now, either on purpose because they're self-quarantining because they're at risk, or uh, their local or state government is telling them to stay inside or self-quarantine. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that coming up. I'm not really sure, but You can watch the news if you want to and find out. So we need alternate ways to participate in community. Restaurants and bars and gyms and churches and bowling alleys and dance halls and concert halls and I don't even know. Almost everything is shutting down. Uh, A lot of restaurants, you can get takeout still, which is cool, but uh, you can't really stay inside or socialize. So, you know, how do we have alternative ways of getting in community. Obviously, the first thing is call an old friend. Uh, The other night, I did a FaceTime meeting with one of my friends uh, for over an hour, and we joked and laughed because we're going through the same thing. We're in the unknown. We're in an unknown situation. Uh, We also talked about our frustrations. We talked about our anger um, about this and how we made all these plans, and all the plans are canceled, or most of them. Um. We talked about our fears about, um, you know, the world and what's happening. And we, we talked about it. And then we, and then we joked and we ended up uh, <laughs> playing a game of who could do the best certain accents. I don't know. <laughs> it was really ridiculous. Um, but it was kind of goofy. And, uh, you know, if you, if you don't have a friend to call, um, I know that there's a lot of chat rooms like on Reddit, on the Internet. Um, and that's a good place to go. 
for that. Um, a lot of people have been doing video meetings. I talked to somebody who's involved uh, in the ecumenical Catholic Church, and they told me that they were starting to set up um, Zoom meetings for churches. So if you're into that, that's a good idea. I've also heard about exercise apps and exercise videos that you could go online and watch a uh, video um, of how to exercise and do certain stretches or certain moves in your house. So that's kind of cool. Obviously, I, I mentioned mindfulness meditation applications earlier or YouTube for that as well. And um, again, calling people and and. I'm not, I'm, I can't assume everyone has technology, but if you're listening to a podcast, I'm pretty much going to assume you, have, you know how to use technology. So if you're out there, learn how to use FaceTime, learn how to use Zoom, learn how to use Gchat, whatever videos, Skype thing you can use. Um, our therapists at Health for Life Grand Rapids, we use vcvsee.com for our HIPAA-protected software. Uh, and I like that one as well. I think you can use that just as a regular person. You don't have to be a provider to download. I just think you have to be a provider to pay for the subscription. So another thing, um, nature is very soothing. If you're anywhere where it's hospitable to be outside, weather permitting, go take a walk. It is very good for your mental health, even without being in a crisis. Go on a hike, uh, bring some water and just try to disconnect. Try to put your phone on silent um, without vibrate on. And just try to be uninterrupted. Go with a friend if you can, if you're with somebody else. We've got to find a way to channel our nervous energy because all of these things that we're overwhelmed with um, and stressed about, they're out of our control right now, most of them. So we got to figure out what we can control. We can control going on a white... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that was funny. I think I'm not going to edit that out. Uh, we can control going on a hike. Um, as long as we can walk. Um, and if you can't walk, uh, see if you can go out uh, outside and just sit and listen to what's going on out there. If you can get someone to drive you near nature, that'd be even better. And we're trying to channel our nervous energy into something to do or just learning to be more ourselves. And I'll get into that in just a moment. So if we've started this, process of working on these things. It's important to notice how often we're thinking about threats. And there are so many threats right now because we don't know the answers to some of these things. And if you own a business or if you're a worker or whatever, and you're not like an independently wealthy person or a celebrity with a ton of money so you can just take six weeks off somewhere... Uh, you probably have a lot of threats facing you right now, and you don't know what to do about them. So instead of totally freezing, let's take care of our mental health, and let's focus on how we can turn these threats into opportunities. I don't know what all these opportunities could be, but if we aren't taking care of our mental health, we're just going to stay in the threat zone. So I'm going to teach you guys an exercise here in just a minute. I'm going to lead you through it. But we've got to get off our phones, stop refreshing the news and social media. Um, somebody told me about this, channeling your nervous energy into action, calling and writing government officials uh, like your representatives, your senator, governor, even the president. I guess you could tweet at the president. Apparently they read that. Um, you can call and write them letters and tell them what's going on with you. What are you suffering from? What is happening? Uh, I don't 
no other ways to do that, but um, just tell them what's happening because then they'll know how to respond. Or And if they get enough feedback, they may help the community in some way. And if you are a person who's got a lot of, uh, you know, stability right now and this isn't really affecting you, can you volunteer somehow and help the less fortunate? I don't know what that means because a lot of people are stuck inside, but I'm sure there's ways to volunteer online. If you have excess money, think about how you could help people. Uh, if you, uh, you know, you could donate to local organizations. I've been hearing about many independent restaurants and bars and music venues and entertainment venues and musicians that have been completely shut down and out of work. A lot of them have been setting up GoFundMe accounts. Um, so if you uh, frequent a place that you really like and you want it to stay in business post this situation that we're in right now, this public health crisis, donate money to them. Uh, donate money to relief if you've got excess money. Uh, right now, <laughs> with the economy going the way it is, uh, your excess money may not be worth very much pretty soon, If so you might as well use it for something. Um, another thing we can do if we don't have money and we don't have time and we're just trying to stay healthy right now is... Think right now, you don't have to do this, but if you want to, at the end of the day, before you go to bed, what are two things you're grateful for? Um, somebody I know told me, they were just thinking the other day when this whole thing was going on, and they were like, it was really quiet in their apartment, and they said, you know what? I'm really thankful for plumbing. Thanks, whoever invented plumbing. And uh, that just, they kind of laughed at it, but it, it helped them kind of like see there's so many things we take for granted in our lives, so many people, so many entities. And I think right now is a time when a lot of things are offline or shut down um, and a lot of people are staying inside and our, our daily lives are disrupted to realize that um, there are a lot of things to appreciate. So if there's somebody you appreciate in your life and somebody that you haven't talked to in a while, and you've got a little bit more time than normal, you're not just scraping by to try to, you know, get your rent payment or whatever, reach out to somebody and just be kind. Um, send someone an email, send someone a text message. I don't know about sending people letters right now, but because who knows how long the virus can live on that if you look at the envelope. But, um, you know, send somebody some goodwill, uh, send some encouraging words. Every little bit helps. We can, we can take our nervous energy and turn it around and take action and be nice to people. Uh, when you go to the store, smile at people. I know that we're not supposed to touch each other, but, uh, have a conversation from five feet away. I was talking to an elderly person the other day in the grocery store and she was worried. And she said, I don't know what frozen meals to get. And so I talked to her for about four or five minutes. And this is, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just telling you a story because I can't think of another one. But we talked about um, Amy's frozen meals because I love Amy's. It's like one of my favorite companies um, because they're really good. And I told her about which ones had real cheese and which ones had fake cheese and explained what fake cheese was. And she thought that was funny. And um, she thanked me so much because she was worried. And I said, well, these are really good ones. If you, you know, don't want to cook a lot, you know, you can just put them in. So she got five of those meals and so did I. Or I got, actually, I got like seven because I was out. Um, and then I got some vegetables, whatever. Anyway, you don't need to know my whole shopping habit. But another thing is this, like, you know, you got to get your needs met, and but we got to make sure other people's needs met are, uh, as well. So and the other day I, I texted my friend 
and he only had four rolls of toilet paper. So he's hoping he can make it to Friday when I'm supposed to see him because <laughs> I have some extra to give him. Um, so we, we've got to, this is, you know, in some ways the most ridiculous and unprecedented situation many of us have been in because we haven't, you know, this is involving almost every country in the world. We've got a lot in common right now. Um, and we and we've got to look around because I'm, I'm sure of that a lot of people have it way worse than people that are able to afford a smartphone and listen to this podcast right now. We've got to take that. We're all suffering. We're all going through it. We're all upset and suffering subjective. So don't feel guilty about suffering, even if you're in a fancy, comfortable place right now. That's okay. That's just where we're at. But how can we also think about other people and not just ourselves? And that means. Stop hoarding, everyone. It's really getting annoying. <laughs> Stop hoarding. Uh, you know, we've got it. We've got to keep our heads calm. So that's, again, why I said people should not cease seeing their therapist and doing self-care at a time like this. Unless you're in a situation where you have no food and no shelter, then obviously all hands on deck till you get help. But let's take a moment to contemplate this situation. Um, I don't like making comparisons to this, but the only time I can remember having my routine thrown off so much was post 9-11. And I was in college at the time. And I remember everything that I had planned for like a month of September, including a concert on uh, September 11th, I think it was a Tuesday, uh, was I was going to see Jimmy World in Detroit. And I had an answering machine. I'm dating myself. This is the year 2001. I had an answering machine in my dorm room hooked up to a phone that stuck into the wall. I had no cell phone. And I remember getting messages from friends that night saying, oh, my God, did you go to Detroit? What's going on? And, you know, obviously I didn't because the concert was canceled and everything was canceled. And I remember for several weeks after that, everything was canceled. So right now, everything is canceled. Um, I am... Obviously, if you're a client of mine, I am not canceling therapy. I will be contacting all of you to figure out how we can do online telehealth uh, next week at your convenience and making sure we can help you out. And I'll be even adding on extra appointments for people that need it. Um, And if you're in the state of Michigan, again, I can do telehealth anywhere in the state of Michigan. I'm duly licensed, so I can also do it in Arizona, but I don't take on new clients in Arizona because I only live here part of the year. Um, so, and again, I have a bunch of people I can help refer you to if you need help. But right now, again, I'm famous for tangents. We are in a situation where everything is being disrupted and canceled. So it's a time to, to contemplate what is important to us. What is this telling us about our world? What is this telling us about our local community? What is this telling us about our own lives? We are all interconnected. Everything on this planet is somehow interconnected. Now, it may not be logically, you know, causally connected in every single way in a scientific manner, but we are connected because this little virus that can live on surfaces is gone global. It's in so many countries. It's everywhere. This is a serious situation. And almost every government on earth has responded in one way or another. And people's lives and the economy and their personal lives and their stress levels are all disrupted right now. We're all suffering in some way. And worst of all, the people that have, you know, gotten this virus and and died or or gotten really ill. Um, And, you know, the healthcare workers that are on the front lines, they're suffering even worse. So um, we got we have a moment here. And now that we're all so connected with the Internet. Thank goodness that's still working. Um, 
what are we going to do with this? What opportunities are coming out of this? What ways of living are we, you know, when something big like this happens, sometimes a lot of things die off and new things grow, but what is, what is needing to be reborn? Is it our empathy? Is it our, our conscientiousness? Is it our conscience? Is it our economics? Is it all of the above? Is it the way we interact? Is it that we've been taking things for granted? Have we been taking people for granted? We've been taking services for granted? What is important to us as a human race? What is important to us as people that live in, if you're in the United States, what is important to us? What are our values? Let's think about those as well if you're in a safe place right now. So before we get all philosophical, if you're still stressed out and overwhelmed and anxious right now, I'm going to lead us through a short exercise. If you are driving, please pause this episode because I do not want you doing this while driving or riding a bike or a tricycle or a a unicycle or if you're juggling right now, please stop. Uh, Doing anything hazardous, maybe even cutting celery with a big knife. Don't do this uh, exercise. So if you are able to sit down or lie down um, and close your eyes, I'm going to lead us through this exercise. So all you have to do is breathe normally. There's no trick to this. I like breathing in and out my nose or in my nose and out my mouth. If you have a stuffed nose, just do what you can. So just breathe normally. And I'm going to just ask questions. And what you do is just notice what I'm saying. Here we go. What do you hear where you are right now? What do you smell right now? If there's a taste in your mouth, what does it taste like? If you are sitting or lying down, where is the floor or the chair, or the beanbag, or whatever, making contact with your body. And how does that feel? Notice the temperature of your skin right now. And if your eyes are closed, notice Is there a sense of light beyond your eyelids, or is it dark where you are? Or is there a sense of color? Now, we're going to focus first on thoughts. Are there thoughts in your mind right now? Just notice and acknowledge a few of the thoughts. Maybe you can hear that it's raining outside where I am right now. That's pretty interesting. I like that. Now acknowledge your thoughts. I'm having a thought about this. 
I'm having too many thoughts at once. I'm having no thoughts. And pretend that you're looking up at the sky on a beautiful, warm day, and there's small, wispy clouds. And pretend that your thoughts are like the clouds overhead. And almost getting the sensation that the clouds that are passing over your head, these wispy little clouds, are bringing your thoughts with them. And you're just observing them go by. We're not grabbing onto them. We are not grasping. We're not trying to process. We're not trying to analyze. We're just noticing that we're having thoughts because the human brain loves to have lots of thoughts, most of which are things you shouldn't believe. I just said the word shouldn't, but don't believe, and things that aren't true. You are not your thoughts. Thoughts just happen spontaneously because you have a brain. Just notice the thoughts. No need to grip or take them personal. And notice them as like they're clouds moving by like a weather pattern. All weather patterns eventually move and recycle and change just like the seasons. Different times of the year, different moments, similar but never totally the same. Often unpredictable. Next, we're going to notice what is going on in our body. Emotions are just labels that we came up with for the feelings inside of us. Sometimes you feel them in your mind, but a lot of people report feeling some of their emotions in the torso. So if you're feeling anything, let's find out. Just pause and observe. Is there a feeling in my body right now or an emotion that I can identify. Maybe you don't know what it is, but just see if it's there. Here we go. Okay, now here's what we're going to do. We're not going to avoid it. We're just going to notice it. If it's in your torso, put your hand on it. If it's not in your torso, it's in your head, put your hand on your head. Don't touch your face though. That's a joke. Um, Put your hand on your head or your torso, wherever the feeling is, and now we're going to ask it some questions, and I'm going to ask you some questions. Feeling. If you were a color, what color would you be? Feeling. If you were a shape, what shape would you be? Feeling. If you had a name, what would your name be? Feeling. Are you trying to tell me something? Feeling. I acknowledge and accept that you are there. I will not avoid you or try to change you. 
I appreciate that you've come, even if I don't fully enjoy your sensation in my body right now, I'm allowing myself to feel what is there. I may not want to accept what is going on in my life right now. I may want to run. I may want to fight. I may want to lay down and hibernate. But whatever I want to do is irrelevant because you're here. And I am noticing that you're here. And by noticing and acknowledging and bringing you in, I am coming to equilibrium just for a moment. Before the world or different things bring me into a new space. I am in a rest here in this awareness that it's okay to be where I'm at right now. Things may not be how I want them to be. The future may be unknown. But one thing that everyone agrees on in the entire world is that this is a temporary feeling. This is a temporary situation. And even the suffering is temporary. So I'm going to allow myself to breathe and be where I'm at. I don't live on a cell phone. I don't live in a computer. I'm not the internet. I'm not the news. I'm not whatever job I have. I'm not whoever the world or my family wants me to be. I am me, and I am here. And I don't fully understand what that means all the time. And I don't understand why I have these feelings and these reactions. And sometimes I compare myself to others. And sometimes I wish I was someone else or something else or somewhere else. But I'm here right now. And just by accepting where I am in this room or outside... I can be one with what's happening right now. As if I'm a leaf being carried along a river, floating on the surface, not knowing when this river will dump me into a lake or onto a shore to dry, not knowing where the situation will take me, but fully allowing myself to adapt to what happens and knowing that I will do my best to adapt if I have a calm mind, if I'm taking care of myself, if I'm taking care of others around me, if I'm taking time away from information. There's only so much information you can process in a day, especially when it's scary. So I want to allow myself to be where I am, to not be somewhere else, to be in the space I'm in, to look around. You can open your eyes. Where are you? Sometimes I look at my feet. Where are your feet? Are they on the floor? 
Are they on a bed? Are they on a chair? Do you have shoes on? Do you have socks on? Do you have nothing on? What geographical location are you? And what headspace are you in? What's important to you? What do you love? Who do you miss? What are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? What is upsetting you? What is frustrating you? Are you ready to take a little action during this chaotic time? Are you ready to do something with your nervous energy? Or is it time for you to just take a break? We all need a break at a time like this. I'm glad that you decided to listen to this podcast. There are so many other exercises I can take you through, so many other things we can do. If you have a therapist, they can help you as well, as long as they know how to do some of these exercises, and they should. Sometimes it's time for action, and sometimes it's time to just be. We need both at a time like this, but we can't plug in to the frenetic energy of constant information and news. We've got to take our minds back. We've got to quarantine our minds. For the health of yourself, for the health of those around you, for the health of wherever you live, your common area, your community, for the health of the planet. Cooler heads prevail. And we're all in this together and we need each other. So, start small. Write down your goals. Write down your fears. Write down a whole list. And when it comes to goals, just do one thing a day. Don't do more than one. If you do more than one, you get bonus points. But take it easy on yourself. It's not easy when everything you know is changing. It's not easy to go to work, to work from home, to be in a relationship, to have a job, to not have a job, to be alone, to be together with people. Everything can be difficult. But what can we do for ourselves? And then what can we do for others? Somebody out there needs you right now. An animal needs you. A person needs you. An organization needs you. So take some time for yourself and then plug in in whatever way you can that's safe. You might say, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Everything at this point is up in the air. It's unplanned. Everyone is rescheduling everything to a date that seems far enough to not be affected by this. But we don't know what's going to happen. No one does. So let's be in this day by day, moment by moment. Slow down. Let your creative self find a space 
in the chaos. Thank you for listening. This is Paul Krauss of the Intentional Clinician Podcast. I'm going to play a song that I like for everyone to listen to, and then I'm going to do the outro for if you want to know more information about how to get help uh, locally in Michigan or Grand Rapids. I've already talked about a lot of ways you can get help if you're not local as well. So thank you.
And there you have it. This has been another episode of the Intentional Clinician Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Kraus, licensed professional counselor. If you are enjoying this episode, please share it with people you know. I would surely appreciate it. If you would like to give me a rating on iTunes or the other podcast apps, I would also appreciate that. Until next time on the Intentional Clinician, I am wishing you all to have a safe, and healthy and peaceful week. If you're looking for an Emdria consultant, I am now an EMDRIA or Emdria consultant in training, and I can provide 15 of the 20 hours needed to become Emdria certified. I'm going to be starting my consultation groups pretty much in the next couple weeks online and in person. For details, check out counselingsupervisorgr.com or healthforlifegr.com or just email me at the link in the show notes. The recording you just listened to consists of the personal opinions of Paul Krauss, and while these are based on the literature he has read and his experiences, they should not be viewed as a definitive opinion on any subject. Listening to this podcast is not a substitute for treatment. If you are in a crisis, please dial 911 or the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-8255. If you are in need of counseling, don't hesitate to make an appointment with a counselor in your local area. If you are in Michigan or the Grand Rapids area, you can make an appointment with the clinicians and counselors and therapists at Health for Life Grand Rapids and the Trauma-Informed Counseling Center of Grand Rapids. You can do this by visiting www.healthforlifegr.com or calling between 9 and 5 Eastern Time, Monday through Thursday at 616-200-4433. That's 616-200-4433. You can also Google the Trauma-Informed Counseling Center of Grand Rapids. As I mentioned earlier, we are working on making sure that everyone has access to care, even if they cannot come into the office or the therapist can't come into the office. We are working with all of the insurance companies. Right now, we have got answers. So give us a call. We are going to make sure that you get served, whether or not we have to advocate or file paperwork or whatever we have to do. We're going to work on getting you health care and I know that some of you are a little skeptical about distance counseling. Well, it is different, and it's not the same, but it is very effective, especially during a time like this. All of the therapists at Health for Life Grand Rapids and the Trauma-Informed Counseling Center of Grand Rapids are equipped to do secure video telehealth sessions. And we will work with your insurance on making sure those are covered or work with you on a sliding scale basis. So don't hesitate to reach out anyone in the state of Michigan is qualified for this. So hopefully you're getting the help you need out there. You're getting the resources you need. And if you aren't, speak up about it. The, the world needs to know. Social media needs to know. Your government officials need to know. In your local area, they need to know what's happening because we need everyone's voice right now. Don't think just because you are not some famous person that you can't affect change. You can. So use your voice, speak up, take care of yourself, be safe. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.